Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com and click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. In addition to that, check out the thousands of articles and podcasts up at AmericaOutloud.com. Thank you all so much for joining us once again tonight. We've got a lot to talk about. I know Rob wants to discuss Title 42 in a little bit. We're definitely going to get to that, his thoughts on that. And we'll also get into Joe Biden's open borders and how that is affecting the rest of the country. Uh, We'll also touch on how on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, Governor Abbott sent some illegals to Kamala Harris's doorstep in Washington, D.C. We'll get into the border a little bit later on. But I want to start off the show talking about this case going on in Idaho. A lot is developing. Rob and I haven't talked a lot about this case, but uh, we'll spend a little bit of time on it today since it seems to be the top story in the news uh, after the New Year celebration that this guy was caught. It seemed like he was like a Ph.D. criminal justice guy who stabbed these four college students. He fled back home to Pennsylvania. It's just a bizarre story. We have yet to hear his motive. I mean, I'm thinking he must have ran into them somewhere and they rubbed him the wrong way. These girls seemed like they were basically alcoholics out partying all the time. So it's perhaps a possibility that they uh, made a lot of people mad and uh, did not give off a favorable impression upon meeting them. Could be something like that, or it could be uh, perhaps he was going there to sexually assault them and uh, the guy messed things up. But they say that rape uh, was not uh, indeed a factor in this because they were not raped. So that's interesting to hear. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on this case that's going on in Idaho? It just does not make a lot of sense to me trying to put the pieces together. Uh, It'll be a huge story when this thing goes to court. I mean, geez, every single media outlet will be covering that for sure. So this thing is not going anywhere anytime soon. Well, I think it's interesting uh, that this story is breaking. It would broke toward the end of the year. I for, For one, I know that the mainstream media, definitely on the left, they're mad that the story broke so toward the end of the year because they wanted to finish attacking Trump and the tax returns, although there was no there theory. So they're mad about that. They've got to focus on this guy. My my thoughts on this is that I, I do believe while the media attacked the local police department saying they, they weren't doing enough, they don't know what's happening, they only did that because they themselves wanted to be in the inside to break the story and hoping – that the person who was a killer that they could say was the boogeyman white man. And lo and behold, he was, but it's not the story that they wanted. They wanted something else. They wanted to be able to say he was a racist and he's a this and he's a that, only to find out that he's one of them. (laughs) He's just a regular white guy who bought into the whole concept of I've got to have a a bachelor's degree, master's degree, and then get a PhD degree in criminology so that I can fool and trick everyone. I mean, that's my take on this. Be it right or wrong, that's how I'm going to spin it. Okay. Now, I do think that the police, the local police department, department in Moscow, Idaho, they knew more than what they were pretending to know, and that's what the media didn't like. That they weren't able to like get drips and drabs of, oh, there was a leak here, and this person said this. They kept this thing close to their vests. 
They knew who their suspect was. Suspect was. They were watching him. And then as they were able to build the case and come close in on this guy, bam, they arrested him. Now, I find it interesting that he's a vegan. Who else is a vegan? <laughs> Sam Blankman Freed. Nothing against vegans, but maybe you should check your diet. Because yeah. there might be something in what they're eating that's causing them to behave this way. He needed I'm just some, saying. <laughs> he needed some meat in his diet. I kind of have a crazy prediction. If this guy goes the not guilty route, if he doesn't fess up to this and his court case is televised, I think it could be probably the biggest court case since maybe OJ. I mean, this is going to have huge coverage if this guy claims that he's not guilty. He's obviously well-educated and uh, seemed to know uh, what he would be talking about to get out of whatever he, or obviously being accused of killing these four people. Um, it'll be like that Ted Bundy thing. It'll just be riveting TV for people. I don't think that I, it's much to do about nothing, in my opinion, this case. I mean, he killed these kids. It's unfortunate. I agree. He's highly educated. But if it is a, a slow news cycle, yeah, the media will prop this up and try to make this out to be this major story. But the people who were involved, nothing against them. I mean, all lives matter, contrary to what the media tells you, that black lives matter is the only lie. But all lives matter. But this story, because there, there, there weren't any like scintillating events with it. It's just a regular story. Yeah, not guilty will be where the money's at, though, because they're going to want to hype this guy up as like just some kind of psycho Ted Bundy type. There'll be all these conspiracy theories that he probably did this multiple times. Uh, yeah, that's I've just the that. way I see it going. Yeah, I was listening to Nancy Grace the other night. And, you know, she's really full of theatrics saying that he had to have done this before. <laughs> if he did it this time. And how I mean, what's what I find interesting is that how this guy was able to enter on the I think the murders took place on the top floor. And those, the place had three floors and the people down below heard absolutely nothing. I, I'm like, wow, they, they heard nothing. I mean, these apartments aren't built so secure that you can't hear what's happening on the top floor, you know. And then the other thing is like the whole sex angle. They say they weren't attacked. There, there wasn't any rape involved. Well, there was also a man who was killed also. And initially they had said that there weren't any defensive wounds that they were probably killed in their sleep. Now we're hearing that someone might have fought back. So if they did, how did the people on the bottom floor not hear it unless they were like completely knocked out from drinking? I mean, it is. there is a lot of stuff that's happening here that we right. don't know about. But if this guy, well, here's the thing. If he fights extradition, we'll have access to the court filings as to what happened and what he said. If he doesn't fight extradition and he's transported to Idaho, according to their laws, we won't be able to hear, know about a lot. We won't hear a lot about this case. And okay. that's one of the things that the prosecuting attorney in Idaho kept saying. He said, you guys have got to pay close attention to what we're telling you. He said, because we can only work within the confounds of the law. If he is brought here, there's only so much we can tell you per our law. Now, you would look at this and say, well, every other law, you hear all this information. It's completely put out there for public consumption. Apparently in Idaho, Mo Moscow, Idaho, that's not the case. That information is kept close. And I think that's one of the things that the media does not like because they want to be able to go in and leak information. So the big question for me is, will he fight extradition and say, nope, I don't want to go back there. Let me stay here in liberal Pennsylvania and I can do whatever the heck I want to do. Maybe the, the uh, Krasner will probably let him off. Who knows? I mean, because he's in uh, Pennsylvania, I think, right now in uh, a jail there. Krasner might interfere and just say, oh, let him go. Let him loose on the lane. So that's that could happen. 
Whereas if he goes back to Idaho, I mean, he could probably, you know, face some serious charges. But and then the next thing is, so the first one, will he find extradition? The next one is, will he say not guilty? As you said, Andrew, he's well-educated and he's been playing the system. And when he was arrested, the first thing he said, was anyone else arrested? As if though to say someone else helped him, or maybe he was trying to throw them off, or maybe he was using his skills, his training that he got from studying. They said he was six feet, he was uh, vegan, uh, he was awkward, he was bullied. So all this stuff comes into play. He was bullied. This day and age, why are liberal parents still allowing their children to bully people? Yes, I said liberal parents, because these are the people who are at the top of the bullying chain. Who knows? But, but you know something else, Andrew, when you said not guilty, when I mentioned not guilty? Guess who else pleaded not guilty? David DePap. Well, who's David DePap? He's the nudist. Still don't know who he is? He's the nudist who was found in Paul Pelosi and Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco mansion. David DePap. He huh? says he's not guilty. This will be interesting. This makes for interesting bedfellows. Quiet as it's kept. No one's talking about it. But he said not guilty. That's huge. So what does he have to say? We need to keep an eye on David DePat. Yeah, I hope he's not Epstein. Uh, exactly. exactly. Sounds like he probably knows a lot that would uh, really throw a wrench in this story for the media after attacking conservatives for making light of it. Yep. Suspect in Paul Pelosi's attack pleads not guilty to state charges, and this was just two days ago, since so it was in the, the old year 2022. What is it that he could possibly say? The media is quiet on this. Now, you would think they would be all over this story, but they're trying to keep this under wraps. I do believe that Paul Pelosi had an alternative lifestyle. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but there is something wrong with it. When it goes completely south and you can't control it, and when you have a wife who's in government and who's silencing all the people in that town so that the information can't get out. Remember, when Paul Pelosi was first arrested for drinking and dri or driving under the influence back during the summer, I think, of 2022, it was very hard to find his mugshot. They hit the mugshot. They pretended as if though it didn't exist. Whereas with this guy, and I'm not going to call his name, the Ad Moscow Idaho guy, we got his mugshot within a matter of minutes. But we could not get the mugshot for Paul Pelosi. Why is that? Why is that? Why couldn't we get the mugshot for Paul Pelosi? No one's thought to ask that question. Why is it that we can't even get the police files for Paul Pelosi? Fast forward. Paul Pelosi, an intruder. David DePap, a nudist. Been probably doing a lot of other weird things is in the house of Paul and Nancy Pelosi. But yet and still, when he was arrested or when the police came to save Paul Pelosi, Paul said, oh, there's no big deal here. He opened up the door, let the police in. There was David and his underwear. There was Paul in his underwear. I don't know if they were boxers. I don't know if they were boxer briefs. I don't know if it was a thong. I don't know if it was a tidy whitey. We don't know. Why don't we know that? And look at all the information we have about this other guy from uh, Moscow, Idaho. Initially, we knew nothing. Now we have a lot of information. But with Paul Pelosi, just barely information. Why is that? Who are they trying to protect? What are they trying to protect? What's happening here? If this were you or me, all the information would be out there. Why are they trying to hide this information from us about Paul Pelosi and his alternative lifestyle?
Maybe if Nancy Pelosi spent more time at home as opposed to on the Hill telling lies, on the Hill not protecting the Capitol on Jan 6, when clearly she was told that they need additional police officers, but she went in and cherry-picked the police officers who were just as corrupt as she is. And not only that, she had her daughter, a film producer, to follow her around that day as if to make her a saint. Why is it that the Jan 6 committee did not say, we need to take a statement from the Speaker of the House who was responsible for security of the Capitol? Why is it that the mayor of D.C., Muriel Browser, didn't protect the Capitol also. What are these women hiding? We need to know. We know everything about the Moscow Idaho guy. All at once, it's just like a, a, the floodgates just opened. But what happened with Paul Pelosi? What happened with Nancy Pelosi on Jan 6? We don't know. And the media is trying to make you think you don't need to know it. And that you need to know everything there is to know about the killings in Moscow, Idaho. You need to know all the little details. Yeah, but what about the details of David Papp, who pleaded not guilty, although the police went to Nancy Pelosi's house and he was there? And not only that, the police witnessed him assaulting Paul Pelosi with the hammer. Paul Pelosi was in the hospital. He had to have major surgery. He showed up at the Kennedy Awards all bandaged up. What's going on here? We can't have access to that information. Why not? It's public information. But we got information about all these affairs that people are having with the ABC News, affairs with this, and all this stuff. They got it all out there for you. Because, see, that's entertainment. But when it's information that we need to know about our elected officials, like Hunter Biden and the affairs that he's having with prostitutes, impregnating strippers, and then not wanting to acknowledge the kid as his, lying about it, lying about his finances and saying he doesn't have any money, when we all know he's got money. He's doing business deals with China. And with Ukraine. And if that's not enough, look at his dad. Oh, but we're supposed to feel sorry for Joe because Joe lost his son to cancer. And he's just devastated by it. I lost my sister to cancer. I'm devastated by it. I still have to obey the laws. Joe doesn't get any special privileges. Or maybe I just didn't know that he's getting special privileges because he's a white man. White privilege. White man privilege. You see how I'm connecting all the dots here? The things that the media is telling you is bad. It's bad. But when it's one of theirs... Oh, let's just give it a pass. We'll give that a pass and we'll put another story out here for you to know about and, and let you eat on that and, and ask the questions as to why don't we know and why don't we know this? I want to know more about Hunter Biden than this Moscow, Idaho guy. Granted, it is it, it's interesting. I want to look into it, but I want to know what the so-called leader of the free world who was placed there after the collusion of the FBI and the CIA rigged an election, withheld crucial information from voters, lied about it, and then supplanted him at the top, him being Joe Robinette Biden. I want to know more about that. Why don't yeah. we know about it? Yeah, well said. Ted Cruz just happens to be one of 100 senators, and he went to Cancun during an electric uh, shortage in in Texas, and the media did not stop talking about it. They called him Cancun Ted, uh, tried to smear his name over and over again. Joe Biden, during a huge snowstorm in Buffalo, people are losing their lives there, freezing to death. He goes to a billionaire's mansion over um, in the Virgin Islands. I mean, this guy is completely detached. And you would think our media, if they're going to hold Ted Cruz accountable, they're going to hold Joe Biden accountable 
for that? Of course not. They act like, oh, well, Joe just needs to rest and he's just going on a short little vacation. But you remember back with President Trump, anytime he would go golfing, they would not stop talking about it. I mean, Joe Biden's constantly going to these billionaires' mansions and staying there for free. And the media gives him a complete pass. Uh, the double standard has never been more obvious and easy for anyone to see. You're tuned into After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud. We're available Monday through Friday at the new time slot of 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Eastern, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. As Americans, we seek to form a more perfect union. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And God willing, we shall not perish from the earth. AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Andrew, I'm glad you mentioned Ted Cruz when we were closing out the first block of the show. And when he went on vacation, I think it was when they were like, the Texas was experiencing a hurricane or something, and how the media just went all crazy. Like, oh, how could he? And this is bad. It's bad optics. And we even said that maybe he should have postponed it. Maybe he should have waited. But he's just a senator. And everything was in control because of the governor, Governor Abbott. Who, by the way, did you guys realize that he, on Christmas Day, sent a busload of illegal aliens to Kamala Harris's front door in D.C.? DC? That that was hilarious. I mean, I know that it's just all for show. It doesn't do anything because I would have put them on a busload and sent them back to Mexico. But that was was a brilliant move. That was a brilliant move. Now, going back to uh, what we're saying about Ted Cruz and his vacation – and what Biden, you know, Biden goes on a early summer vacation, and we mentioned this in one of our other shows, the first show of the year. He goes on a early summer vacation while Americans are suffering because of oil prices. They can't get fuel to keep themselves warm. And I said that this was going to happen. But you know what, Andrew? 
You can say that I'm prude. You can say that I'm mean. But the first thing I want to know is that did any of those people vote for Joe Biden? If they did, you know what my response is? I don't care what happens to them. Is, is that mean of me to say that, Andrew? Do you think, is that is that cruel for me to say, I don't care what happens to these people if they voted for Joe Biden and they're now up against hard times? Is, is that, Am I being cruel here? Just let me know. Am I? No, not at all. You're being logical. I mean, think about it. You voted for this idiot. You voted for this incompetent imbecile. You were warned that if you vote for him, gas prices were going to go up. If you vote for him, he wanted to kill the coal industry. You were warned. But yet and still, you marched right up there and you pulled down the lever for all these radical congressmen, representatives, and senators, knowing what was going to happen. And then you did the same thing when he was running for president. Now you'll say, but wait a minute. You just said that the media, the FBI, along with the media and the CIA colluded. Absolutely. But we were trying to present you with the truth. And you looked the other way. A hard hit makes a soft behind, as my grandmother would say. Now, I'm sorry. I can't. I, I just, I don't have it in me to have sympathy or empathy for these individuals because you were warned. Now, some of them, I want to just, I want to put this into context. Some people, they truly didn't understand. They, did, they didn't know. They were deceived. They were indoctrinated. But this is for those individuals who will stand up and get in your face and will be just as nasty as they want to be and say, no, no, no. Trump colluded with Russia and all these other politics, these conservatives, they're just racist. Those are the ones I have no sympathy for. I could care less what happened to them. Because these are the ones who help perpetrate these lies. They're the ones who will stand up with, what's her name, Auntie Maxine Waters, and get up in your face and surround the car and tell you you're not wanted. They're the ones who will go and march with Antifa and Black Lives Matter. They're the ones who will say, oh, you're constantly persecuting black people. Whereas you got these people going to stores, tearing up stores, tearing up neighborhoods. I have no sympathy for them at all. I don't care about them. If a storm were to come and take them out of the earth, I don't care. There would be one less idiot that we have to deal with. And the same thing goes for the congressmen and the senators who are on the Hill, right. who have lied and cheated, Andrew. Don't care about those people. Yeah, you look at Mitch McConnell, who is actively working with the Democrats now, um, putting budgets together with them. Um, I saw Kevin McCarthy in the House. They stepped up and said, no, we don't want to vote for this budget. Um, There's already a little dust up between the House and Senate. I hope we see a lot more of that if the likes of Mitch McConnell um, keeps voting with the Democrats and being so easy to appease. I mean, this guy, has he lost all fight in him whatsoever? It just seems like he's a complete pushover right now, Mitch McConnell, and he's a disaster. I think he's a lot worse than Kevin McCarthy at this point. Yeah, well, he is a lot worse than Kevin McCarthy. I mean, hopefully Kevin McCarthy will have some reasonability. I mean, it remains to be seen, but we will see what will happen when the new Congress takes place this January.
We will see what exactly they will do. And as I've said before, I don't want to hear any of this, but well, the, the American people, they don't have the appetite and they don't want us to do this. They want us to work together where well, you're working together by holding them accountable. Mitch McConnell, you can forget about it. Mitch McConnell is not serious. Mitch McConnell does not have the have America's interest at heart. He's only concerned about he and Elaine Chow's bank account, plain and simple. Because if that wasn't the case, he would put her in her place and say, Elaine, take it down a level or two. You need to shut your mouth up. Trump gave you an opportunity. Okay, but that won't happen. It, it, it won't happen because he doesn't have control of his household which is what he needs to do. So hopefully when they take over this this month, we will see what fate really meant. We will see if they're serious about holding these people accountable. Because from where I'm looking right now, things don't look good at all. And it has to be a change in 2023. Republicans have got to wake up and start holding these people accountable. Now, if I'm able, if we're able to come here on a nightly basis and break this down for the American people as to what's happening, connecting all the dots, showing them how the media is trying to sway them, sway their thought process, if we're able to do it, why can't Republicans do it? Well, for one, they need to get rid of Ronna McDaniel. I'm, Rona, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, sister. You got to go. Man, she have been a failure. She's been on a rampage. If only she fought as hard for these Republican candidates as she's been fighting for her own spot, uh, we might have been in pretty good shape. But uh, I've seen her go on TV and she's just on a rampage trying to justify herself and uh, what kind of job she's doing. Um, she's very defensive. I couldn't have said it better myself on a rampage trying to defend her turf. She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to be knocked down. So it begs the question: What is she getting out of all this? What are they giving her? Who's giving her something? She's been a failure. We have not won any elections. She has done nothing that we can say. Wow, look at what we have under uh, Rona. Nothing. But yet and still, she is defending that little turf, as if though that's her last standing. Meanwhile, we're losing elections. And I don't want to hear people say, oh, well, you know, you didn't have good candidates. No, we had good candidates. We had as good as candidates as the Democrats had. But what we didn't have is for someone in our corner fighting for those candidates, putting money for those candidates. It takes money to win elections. Now, that all being said, we know that they cheated. Yep, it's not, being, it's not saying election denier. They cheated. How is it that these folks were able to win and no one ever came out and gave a debate? Look here in New York City. Letitia James. We're now finding out that with embedded in her own staff, one of the attorneys was sexually harassing the women and charges were brought up against him. Why weren't we made aware of that? Now, they knew about it in the inner circles. I didn't know about it until it was leaked. Until after she'd won the election, the person she was going against was going to bring this out during a debate. She knew it. Letitia knew he was going to say, wait a minute. You went after uh, Cuomo, Governor Cuomo. You got him to step down because of sexual harassment issues. Someone on your staff did the same thing, and you did not fire that person. Why is it? She did not want that question presented to her. Now, that being said, 
even had he presented the question to her, these New Yorkers, mainly Manhattanites and folks in Brooklyn, they're the ones who put Eric Adams and Kathy Hochul over the top. They still would have voted for because, see, they don't care. You have a, a lot of white liberals here in New York that have been guilt shamed that they'll vote for anything. They'll vote for someone who's committed all kinds of felonies and murders. They'll vote for them. Destroying the city. This is how these Democrats were able to win because the media colluded with those campaigns and put them over the top. So what will the Republican Congress do about it? Will they expose it? And I don't want to hear this, well, you know, they, we do the same thing. No, no, no. Like I said about the guy Santos, I don't care about him. Whatever happens, happens. But I'm not going to jump on that bandwagon and try to bring him down. I just can't. I don't have the energy for it. After seeing that Joe Biden got to the top and no one jumped on him and said he shouldn't be there. If, all, if anyone, the person at the very top should be held accountable. But as we opened up the show saying, well, he's on a vacation. He was on vacation. While Americans were dying, reason to death, can't pay for gas, can't pay for oil to keep themselves warm. The electricity price is going through the roof. I even went to one of the stores uh, right before the new year, and the shelves were bare. <laughs> That's not normal. It's not supposed to be that way. Or maybe they're trying to tell us that we, we're eating too much or that we need to move to a plant diet. I'm going to eat meat for as long as I live. And if you don't like it, tough look. I don't eat it. So if I don't eat it, uh, you shouldn't eat it. And, you know, we had mentioned that, I think, one of our shows, Andrew, uh, I think it was the last night's show. You were talking about Bloomberg and how you, you liked him like he could have been the next president. And see, that's one of the things I didn't like about him because he would try to force some of his ideas that – I don't eat meat, you shouldn't eat meat, which is what Eric Adams is doing. I don't eat meat, you shouldn't eat meat. Your kids aren't going to eat meat. So in some of those public schools, they don't have meat. Right. And just to clear it up, I liked him as a for a Democrat compared to the rest of yeah. the Democrats. I don't think uh, I would vote for him or anything. Like I definitely wouldn't vote for him. But uh, compared to the rest of the Democrats, if I like had to vote for any of them, I would have voted for him over the rest of them that he was on the stage with. I, but and you know something else? But because this guy, like like you said, he was on the stage. He was a Democrat. But you know what he would have done? I think had he been nominated, he would have switched parties because he did that in New York. He started out as a Democrat, and he saw, "Oops, I can't win this election as a Democrat." Because there's so many Democrats in the field. So what did he do? He switched over and became a Republican. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. And Giuliani did the same thing. Giuliani started out – when he, Giuliani, Mayor Giuliani first ran – and this is before I even came to New York. Uh, he ran as a Democrat. But the field was overly saturated with Democrats. And he's like, I'm not going to get any traction here. So he was going against David Dinkins, the first black mayor, who was completely a failure, got rest his soul. But I'm just going to speak the truth. I can speak the truth, whereas other people can't because I can handle it. It's difficult at times, but I can speak the truth. But anyway, so Giuliani was a Democrat, ran against Dinkins, didn't make it. It came close, but it's like, oh, OK, I can't run as a Democrat in New York City with all these other Democrats running. So I'm going to try something different. I'm going to run as a Republican. And because the city was in such a bad shape, the way it is now, 
crime up the wazoo. Blacks and the whites were at each other's throats, but mainly blacks and Jewish, the Jewish community were at each other's throats because of a Crown Heights murder. A Jewish, a Hasidic Jew ran over a black man and there was no penalty. Now, I don't know, was it a black man? It was a black kid. I don't know what the kid had done, but it caused a huge uproar. And there were riots with the Jewish communities and the black communities. And see, these are things that a lot of people are completely unaware of because they've forgotten history and they're going to repeat it. So you have now, fast forward to today, you have a lot of black people attacking Jews, but the media won't report on it. Why? Well, because black people are getting preferential treatment, identity politics. So that's just another little tidbit I want to share with you. And if you want more, please, again, Respond to our stories on our when the podcast come up, and I'll answer them. But going back to Giuliani. So he switched over, became a Republican. And lo and behold, he made David Dinkins a one-time mayor. People thought it couldn't happen, but it, it happened because people had got – they were fed up with the crime in the city. Giuliani came in, and he cleaned the city up. He was called a racist. He was called this. He was, he was after black people. Why he says, and he said, because a lot of the crime takes place in the black neighborhoods. And you know what, Andrew? In those neighborhoods, the black people, they appreciated what he was doing. They were saying, yes, keep us safe. You know who wasn't happy? The elite black people, like Al Sharpton. Oh, they didn't like that. Oh, we don't like it because we don't want you. We don't want black people to like a white man. And Giuliani is Italian. Oh, we don't want that. So it was the elite, bougie black people like Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, and if Barack Obama was here then, people like him and Michelle. Okay, they didn't like it. They didn't like Giuliani because it was like he was too good. He was cleaning up. He was making things safe. He was making black people safe. And in those bad neighborhoods, black people were saying, hooray, hooray, hooray. But their voices weren't being heard. The voices that were being heard were those black people who were like, oh, no, it's the racism. It's still existing. So they kept running with that. But Giuliani said, never mind, I'm going to keep this. I'm going to do, uh, what was it, frisk and stop, stop and frisk. And he kept the city clean, cleaned it up. People were amazed at New York City. This big city was clean. And then Bloomberg ran initially as a Democrat. He was elected. People said, oh, wow, this is great. Then he switched to become a Republican. No, he ran as a Republican, right? He was a Democrat, but then he switched his parties, ran as a Republican. He was voted because people said, oh, he's going to keep this tradition going. And he did, cleaned the city up. But see, down within, he wasn't a Republican. He was a Democrat. So what did he do? He had two terms, and then he managed to pay off people by giving them money to their charities so that they could change the election laws that allow him to get three terms as governor, I mean, as mayor. And he had said at the time he would never do that. He would only run for two terms. But he's paid people off, giving money to the charities. He went to Al Sharp to say, hey, Al, help me out here, and I'll grease your palms. They changed the election laws. He was able to run for three terms. Of course, the elite white people, the liberals, they didn't like it. You know why? Because they wanted this other man to be the governor, I meant to be the mayor. And you know the other man? He was a black man. Incompetent, had done absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing. But you know what they would say? Oh, well, it's his turn. It's, but he hasn't done anything. Why would you want him to be the mayor if he's going to destroy the city? But that's what they wanted. And he almost won. Okay, but he didn't make it. 
So what happened was that Bloomberg became the mayor again, and then he said, okay, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. I'm an independent. Now, I tell you the story because had he made it to the top to be president, he would have done the same thing. He ran on the Democrat platform, but then he would have said, oh, okay, I changed my mind. I'm going to become an independent. Because he's got all the money in the world, so he doesn't, he doesn't care. And it's people like that. They have good intentions. But then because of their wealth, they think it's all about them. And then they try just changing parties and just making things up as they go. So I gave you that background because th these are things that we need to know when we're going to the polls and when we're looking at these elected officials. What is the background story on them? Why are they doing what they're doing? Why is Mitch McConnell doing what he's doing? Clearly, he wants a name for himself. I'll pick this up on the other side of the break, Andrew. Yeah, very well said, Rob. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. If you go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products. You can save 25% off with the code OUTLOUD. Let's go to HealthyCell.com and use the promo code OUTLOUD to save 25% off your first order. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. So when we went to was giving you the genesis of how Republicans or politicians as a whole, not Republicans, but Democrats and Republicans, but politicians as a whole, how they work and needing to know the background stories on these individuals. It was more so on uh, Michael Bloomberg, who I think he's worth like almost, uh, gosh, I think, 80, is it 81 billion? Or, no, no uh, 20 billion. He's the richest man here in New York City. He has a lot of influence. We have not seen him lately. He is up there in age. But, you know, he, he's done a lot of good, but when these guys get in control and they have all this money, they go crazy. And I say that looking at the whole thing at the border, because he's a big proponent of letting illegals come here. He also has a manse in Bahamas. No, the Bermudas. His manse is in the Bermuda. 
Yeah, and Joe went to the Bahamas to warm up while Americans are dying here uh, because of the cold weather. And his uh, cabinet member who's head of transportation is doing absolutely nothing. He's doing nothing because he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to do it. Okay, he's just there because of identity politics. I never liked him. Some would say, well, you don't like him because he has an alternative lifestyle. You're right. That's the reason why I don't like him, because he has an alternative lifestyle that he's trying to promote and put out there. I don't need to know what he's doing in his bedroom. I don't need to know his sexual preference. Okay. Keep that on the other side. I just need to know if you're going to do the job. And if you're going to put it out there, of course, I'm not going to like you. I didn't like it when Bill Clinton was president and he was like gallivanting and being loosey-goosey. I don't like I don't want to know all of that stuff. It's not my business. So I'm an equal opportunity. Don't like it when you're trying to throw out your sexual preference. Not my business. Keep it behind closed doors. Now, when we look at Hunter Biden, he's putting it all out there. He's not in the office, but my God, this is ridiculous. But just going back to these incompetent politicians like Poot Buddha Edge Edge, uh, who's over the cabinet member over transportation, you look at the guy Mallorca, Homeland Security. He should not be in that position. The only reason why he's there is because he's worked his way up through the political chain. I think he was an intern in, I think, a Clinton administration, Bill Clinton administration. I think he worked with Hillary with Hillary Clinton. And because he was a small-time mayor of some small town in Texas, they decided, oh, well, let's make him over Homeland Security. This guy has not been effective. He said that they're not a, there isn't a crisis at the border. Well, if there isn't a crisis at the border, why won't Joe Biden go to the border? Why is he afraid of the border? Because there's a crisis at the border, a crisis that he created. Now, that just brings me to my next topic, Title 42. Because I, like many others, have been hanging my hat on Title 42 and saying that it should stay in place. Like, oh, yeah, Title 42. Title 42, keep it in place. And then I said, let me just look at this Title 42. What is the genesis behind it? Well, the short and skinny of Title 42. Title 42 was not, is not designed to keep illegal aliens from coming to the country. Now, if you think back when Trump was in office, when he wasn't able, he had started building the wall. And then he listened to uh, Mad Dog Mattis, who to me is not a patriot. He's a dweller of the swamp. He went in and told Donald Trump, don't get money to build the border. We need to pay our soldiers. And because Trump is a patriot who loves our soldiers, said, I'll move the money from the omnibus bill from building the border wall, and I'll pay our soldiers. And he even said, I don't ever want to build like this before coming before me again because I'm not going to sign it. Now, when he did that, a lot of people went crazy, batshit crazy. Oh, no, we need the wall. And I mean, and I understand both sides. We need to pay our soldiers, and we needed the border wall. But you have this one journalist, I can't think of her name, but it'll come to me. She's uh, blonde, long hair, who just went crazy. When Trump didn't do that, he didn't go ahead and fund the border wall. She just went completely against him. Oh, I don't like him. He's horrible. Ann Coulter. He's a liar. Ann Coulter, that's who she is. She just went crazy. And she initially came out and said that Trump would win the election, and he won. But she went crazy. As opposed to going crazy on Mad Dog Mattis, who lied to Trump and got Trump to give money to our troops, and rightfully so, and not fund the border wall. So fast forward 
Title 42. So what happened is that soon Trump said, well, how can we keep these illegals from coming here? They shouldn't be here. You know, he had a Congress that wouldn't work with him, Republicans or Democrats. Then we have this whole DACA thing. And he said, you know, Dreamers, which was created by Barack Obama, which was unconstitutional, and the courts even said it. But Trump has said, okay, look, the illegals are here. Okay, some of them were born here. And I've said before, I don't care if you're born here, if your parents are here illegal, you're not an American citizen. And that should be the first thing or one of the top things on Kevin McCarthy's list to say, no, simply because you were born here does not make you an American citizen. That goes all the way back to slavery. And I've already explained that in one of our shows, and I'll do it again, but we're short on time. But we need to get rid of that birth by citizenship. No, that's got to go. That's just letting in too many people. But anyway. So Trump is looking at this and he's saying, okay, if you guys want DACA, this is what we can do with DACA. We can say that the people that were born here and that are here now came here illegally. We will give you citizenship, but there's this process. You're here for five years. You haven't committed any crimes. Okay, then we'll start moving the process, moving your application. You've got to be here for 10 years before you're able to vote. I think that's fair. They should be able to come here and then start voting immediately. Why? You have people that are coming here the right way, that are paying lawyers. They don't get that kind of treatment. So why should we let illegals, people who have broken our law, give them the right to get citizenship and then vote? But of course, neither side, Republican or Democrat, wanted to accept it. Oh, let's send them back. You can't round up everybody and send them back. It's impossible. Though someone even said, well, if you shake a dollar in front of their face, they'll come running for it. Yeah, they'll come running for it. They'll grab the dollar. They'll walk across the border. Then they'll come back. So we got to be logical about it. It's a big mess. How do we solve it? So keep going on. So no one wanted to take Trump up on it. No, quite as it's kept, the media will tell you that Trump hasn't tried to do anything. But he has. Obama created DACA, and he left the people in limbo. And then he left office, and now he's building mansions all over the place. But that's a different story for another day. Going back to Title 42. So COVID hit. And we still had people coming across the border. And Trump is saying, we've got to stop it. It's a mess. It is a disaster. You had Democrats saying, come, 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 come. You should come. You had illegals here saying the same thing. You had people who were here who had become citizens saying, oh, why can't they come? This country doesn't belong to America. You guys stole the country. And those are the people that I want to pick, put on a plane and send them back to India, Bangladesh, or wherever they came from. Okay? Just send them back. Go back to your own country. Because if I tried to go to your country, you wouldn't let me come. But you want me to let all your kinsmen come here illegally. Ain't going to happen. So you guys know what kind of politician I would be. I would be mean and ruthless. But I would be trying to protect America. Okay. Going back to Title 42. So COVID hit and Trump is like, the border is out of control. What can we do? So someone presented him with Title 42, which is part of the Constitution. Title 42 itself isn't part of the Constitution. But in the Constitution, it does give the president the right to stop the inflow of people because of health reasons, out of fear that they're coming here and they could bring diseases or germs that could infect other Americans. So the Constitution gave him the power to put a stop on the inflow of people at the border. It then got the name of Title 42. So listen to what I'm saying. It only stops people because of a national crisis, a pandemic. 
which is what the left told us COVID was. Now we're finding out that COVID was by design. Dr. Fracci, also known as Dr. Frankenstein, started it with gain of research function, whatever. What is it, Andrew? Gain of function, gain of research. He started this with who? Back in China. He's denying it now, but we all know that he did. And he got money from it. Okay, Dr. Fracci started this. So Trump said, okay, let's put this in place to slow down the influx of illegals. It wasn't to be there indefinitely. It wasn't designed just to keep people from coming here. It was under the rules of they could be bringing in deadly germs and it could kill Americans. That's the only reason why it was created. So now when you hear them say, oh, they're going to knock it down, me, like many other people, thought that, wait a minute, you can't do that. This is a law. No, it's not. It wasn't designed to keep people from coming here illegally. It was designed to keep them from coming here if, if they had a disease and to protect us from some type of pandemic. That's the only reason it was created. And that's the reason why Trump was able to institute it. But it will go away. So when you hear these Supreme Court justices saying, okay, let's just keep it there for now, they too know that we can't keep this here indefinitely. The same way with abortion. Think of it like abortion. Okay, The Constitution does not give women the right to have an abortion. The Constitution cannot give you the right to kill another person. Look at it that way. Remove the word abortion and just put murder. The Constitution cannot grant you the right to kill someone. It can't. It defeats the purpose of the Constitution, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I'm just breaking it down so you can understand it. So when the courts look at abortion, they said, no, the Constitution doesn't give you that right. If you want that, you've got to take it to the states. But of course, the media didn't explain it the way I'm explaining it. So people went crazy. They go, oh, they're taking away the woman's right to choose. Give me a break. We're not taking away your right to choose. We're giving you the right to choose, if anything. Back to Title 42. It is the same thing. It is not a law designed to keep illegals from crossing the border. It is a law designed to protect us from a disease during an age of pandemic. That's all it is, plain and simple. And neither side of the media is explaining it to Americans because they want you to think it was something that was created by Trump, the orange-green monster, and now the Supreme Court is trying to help him out. Nope, not at all. So when George, when Justice Gorsuch looked at it and said, okay, we really, this really shouldn't be here. That's when I said, let me look at this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's, he's right. It's not designed for that. If you want to keep illegals from coming here, Republicans, you need to create a law to say you can't come. And if the president can't protect that law or honor that law, he should be impeached because he is allowing foreign invaders to come here. Plain and simple. There's no in-between. There's no if, ands, or buts. Joe Biden is going against the Constitution. He should be impeached. That's it. Plain and simple. Not complicated. But what is complicated is that do Republicans have the balls to stand up and protect the Constitution? Do Democrats, Joe Manchin, Christine Sinema, have the balls to protect the Constitution? We always talked about Obama skirting the Constitution. Look at what these people are doing now. Abusing the Constitution. That's it. That's it in a nutshell. That's Title 42. So when you're looking at it legally and under the Constitution, it shouldn't be there because the pandemic is over. It's gone. And Republicans want that. We don't want them saying it's a pandemic because it's not. It's just like the flu, COVID. So if that's the case, Title 42 has to go. 
But we have to put something in its place to protect our borders because our borders are being breached thanks to Joe Biden telling illegals to come across and we're going to give you free money. He should be impeached as well as his entire administration. Plain and simple, not rocket scientists. I just explained it to you in a nutshell. The question is, will they do it? I don't think so, Andrew. I don't think so. What else is on tap here? We have like about, uh, I think, five minutes left. We can like run in a couple of things here. I'm looking at my notes. Uh, Katie Hobbs, the uh, ill-elected governor of Arizona is due to take office, although she was the secretary of state and she cheated to win the election. I know that a judge came in and heard Carrie Lake's case. But he only did it just for show, window dressing. He knew all along that he was not going to overthrow the election. He was not going to require a new election. He just did it to make us think that he was doing something. But in actuality, he wasn't doing anything at all, which is is always the case, unless it was a Democrat. And then they would have said, we're going to redo the election. (laughs) And they would have had to do it all over again. Uh, Now, what else here? Oh, 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 I sent you an article, Andrew. I don't know if you had a chance to read it, about a transgender in Australia who's suing a women's group because they created an app and they don't want the transgender on it. It was an, it's an app designed for women. So why would this transgender want to go on and perpetrate a lie? This isn't the old Twitter mm. whereby you can go in and say that you're somebody who you really aren't, okay? <laughs> now, that's in Australia, but it's going to come to America the same way they were allying men to participate in women's sports, the same way Joe Biden is pushing this, the same way Joe Biden is telling insurance companies that you must pay for the sex change operation of men. Well, they make them pay for my uh, plastic surgery, although I don't need it, but what if I want it? Are you going to make insurance companies pay for that? Because to me, that's cosmetic surgery also. I think a better position would be to have the insurance companies pay for the psychological treatment of these individuals who think that they're a woman when they're actually a man or think that they're a man and they're actually a woman. What about that treatment? That's the treatment that should be had. And not this other stuff. Because that, that's being deceptive. You want to deceive people. You want people to participate in your fairy tale land that you are what you really aren't. Yeah, Rob. And uh, I seen uh, Sandra Bullock the other day and I was like, man, it looks like she's gotten a lot of work done lately and it does not look flattering. I don't understand why these women um, take these chances with this cosmetic surgery. Uh, Do you think that plastic surgery generally improves a woman's looks or makes them look worse? Like I think it's pretty obvious to spot most of the time when these women are on Botox and stuff or when when they blow up their lips and make them big and fat. I'm just not into these new looks that these girls are um, cosmetically getting. How about yourself? Well, I would point to you to Raquel Welch, who's had plastic surgery. And uh, there's another woman who's had it. Uh, she was Charlie's angel. I think it is Jacqueline Smith. They've all had plastic surgery. And I got to say, they look good. You couldn't notice. You would not notice that they've had it. Whoever their plastic surgeon is, I would, I would encourage all women who want to have it done, I'm not saying to do it, but to go to their plastic surgeons. Because whatever their plastic surgeon did or didn't do, 
that person got it right. Whereas all these other women with the bumble, the uh, bee stung lips, they all look the same. Even the men, look at Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone was a good looking man. Uh, Mickey Rourke, they all look the same. Yeah, these now bee stung yeah. lips. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the guys, they look even worse. I mean, They're they horrible. just look, look atrocious. I, I remember Kenny Rogers before he died, the exact same thing. Well, look at Joe Biden. <laughs> Since we're talking about Paul, look at Joe Biden. Yeah. He's had Botox. He looks horrible. Jill, tell him to lay off the Botox. I, these, I would say age gracefully. If you want to have a little nip and tuck here, that's fine. But the women who are getting the huge butt implants and they're dying, <laughs> the huge breast. Oh, come on, folks. Now, I mean, we're up against the time and I could go on and on. Maybe yeah. we'll do a show about this one day. I was going <laughs> to say, I think that a lot of the guys probably prefer to plastic surgery the women were getting in the late 90s where they were uh, enhancing their breasts but they've just taken it yeah all over their bodies now with just their face and everything and as True. you said uh S sylvester stallone mickey rourke oh my gosh these guys just look like freak shows almost with the way that they look after all the surgery that they've had joe biden that's another one. Well, we're all out of time tonight. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or you can go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. <laughs>